This is MJ. Welcome to a fully operational review of Star Wars The Clone Wars Season 7, Episode 10, uh, which is called The Phantom Apprentice. First of all, I want to start off with credits. Um, let me see. Where exactly did I put those credits? I do not know. Oh, here we go. So, it was directed by Nathaniel Villanueva, who's done a couple of these uh, Season 7 ones, as well as Rebels and other things. And the episode was written by Dave Floney, who's the... Uh, co-creator of Ahsoka, along with George Lucas, supervising director, all that good stuff. Uh, I also wanted to give credit to, because I didn't do it last time, the music and the sound design people. We've got, uh, let's see, it says, I'd probably say supervising sound editors are uh, Matthew Wood and David Accord, but sound designer, we've got David Accord, and then this re-recording mixture and sound editor, Kimberly Patrick. So I don't know how the whole, and there's Foley artists and there's people who did extra music. Uh, one of them is a Sean Kiner and a Dean Kiner, um, who I would assume are relatives of Kevin Kiner, um, which is pretty neat. Uh, you know, nepotism is kind of cool sometimes. Um, and I wonder what instruments they played perhaps. But, you know, I don't have any insights into that, but I did want to point out who it was because I uh, recently um, put out a little thing on Twitter, which was just like a little micro... Um, commentary on some stuff from the last episode and I was talking about how good the sound design and music is and I wanted to highlight the artist behind that because the only one I knew was Kevin Kiner so anyway uh really great episode I absolutely loved it um this is like a five out of five ten out of ten whatever episode I, I I'm not sure what could have been done to make it more perfect I did have questions though um and by the way, if you're checking this out, I have an audio-only version of it where you won't see any images except for the ones that I post on my blog. Um, you can see uh, images displayed there, or if you're looking at the video, uh, you can see me flipping through images and stuff. Uh, I might reference those. Hopefully, I describe them to you if I'm going to do that. But um, there's a well, the final shot of the, of, the, of the episode was very impactful, Ahsoka, with all this damage and ruin and a warship next to her, and she's just looking up. Out of the stars, I wonder if she's looking at Coruscant and thinking about Anakin and what's going to happen to him. But I have to say, as much as I enjoyed this episode, the, um, I guess I'll, I'll go backwards. I really enjoyed this episode. Uh, the tension in it, the drama was very exciting. The action, the fight between Ahsoka and Maul was amazing. And I didn't quite think it would have ended that way based on his appearance in Rebels and how they interacted with each other. But um, he definitely respects her, and maybe this is why. <laughs> um I thought it was really fantastic that I think it was Rex and the other clone troopers helped save her and uh, capture them all, which is really exciting. Uh, I don't know what else to say about that. Um, there was a lot of good you know, face acting in the characters, uh, lots of cool stuff. I love the tension that Maul is saying he'd rather die than be left alive based on what's coming. If he can't be uh, interrupting Sidious's plan, uh, he doesn't want to be alive to suffer the consequences of, of the fallout of the fall of the Republic. And that was pretty interesting to me. And, you know, it's funny, these, uh, the scripts and everything for this was done years ago, years before the force awakens or the last Jedi. And I find it interesting that Ahsoka was going to join forces with Maul and that we have them standing in a room. There's flames, there's destruction around them going on. And, uh, in the midst of it, he, the dark force user offers the, uh, light force user to, for her to take his hand and, uh, I in the last shit I really wanted Ray to join Ben or Kylo, uh, and not because I wanted her to fall to the dark side, but because I wanted it to make things more complicated and more interesting, and to take a different turn than we've ever seen. And here Ahsoka does agree to join Maul, 
until he tells her that his intention is to kill and, uh, well, he wants her to join forces with him so he can kill Sidious and take over and stop him or stop him, take over as, you know, Darth Sidious or whatever and, and you know, work his plans or maybe take over Sidious's plans, which is interesting because we get to see, you know, right away it's it's treachery and the Sith are, you know, backstabbing each other and he's willing to work with this, you know, fallen, rejected, outcast Jedi uh, in order to do it. And he uh, is fairly transparent that he does want to take over and she's okay um, working with him. Uh, I'm sure thinking that, well, I'll just have to capture him afterwards or make sure he's neutralized. But things turn and she starts to aggress. She starts the fight against him when he says that Anakin is being groomed to take the place of Count Dooku, who we learned died during the course of this episode or before this episode started because this is overlapping with Revenge of the Sith. And at that point, she says, I know Anakin, and there's no way he is going to be apprenticed to this Sith Lord of yours. Um, your vision is, what is it? <laughs> what I call the episode? Your vision is flawed. Yeah, that's what she says to him. Your vision is flawed. And then she takes out her sabers, ignites them, and then, uh, you know, it's on like Donkey Kong at that point. And I didn't get this the first time I watched through, but I, I went ahead and watched it a second time because it was, it was so good and I wanted to be prepared for this um, analysis and, and discussion, discussing this episode. Was he, Maul asking Ahsoka to help him kill Anakin? Because, and again, I wish I had grabbed the clip from this, but from the Revenge of the Sith novelization, which is a fantastic book written by Matthew Stover, um, it talks about a Jedi trap, what a Jedi trap is. And General Grievous being on Utapau uh, and Obi-Wan being sent there, it is a Jedi trap. It is a trap designed to put others in jeopardy and have the Jedi die and, like, you win either way. So it, it perfectly describes Sidious's approach to everything, but... Uh, I've been thinking about this whole Mandalore thing. It, too, is a Jedi trap, and it was meant to, as Maul admits here, uh, entrap Kenobi and Skywalker. And I think his plan was to kill them both and then be able to... Or maybe he was going to turn uh, Anakin and then go. But, uh, yeah, it's interesting. The, the object of... or Ahsoka knows that uh, Maul is interested in Anakin, and... I, I just, it's very interesting because it's vague, and I wonder if he'll explore it in the third episode or in the next episode what exactly his intentions were for Anakin and what caused her to turn. Because I, I get that she, you know, fought, I'm not saying she shouldn't have fought Maul here, but it just, it was interesting what triggered her to actually attack him. Was it him suggesting that they murder Anakin together, or was it him suggesting that Anakin uh, and him join forces more specifically to turn against Sidious and kill him. I, I'm confused by that. But the action was amazing. Uh, little political stuff. I liked that the Mandalorians, the people of Mandalore, were saying to the clone troopers that um, they didn't want to be occupied anymore. Or they were complaining, we're not going to take orders from you clones. And I don't know if that was like a racist type thing, like or a xenophobic type thing, that they don't want to take orders from clones specifically. Or if... Um, like Bo-Katan said, we want your occupation to end, which is funny because, like, you invited the occupation and now you want it to end. But, you know, they should leave as soon as possible. Um, but that should be on the people's terms, not on uh, the Republic's terms, I would say. Uh, but that's just me and my, uh, you know, <clears throat> anti-imperial stuff. But another thing that I really liked was, um, I think Jesse, it's Jesse, not Kicks, right? Jesse is this big face tattoo of the Imperial cog. Anyway, um, he gets taken by Maul and information is ripped from his mind, like Kylo Ren ripping the information from his mind, which again, that's so funny to me. When was this being developed? Because he uses that technique and then 
you know, Kylie he even does it by reaching his hand towards the person's head or face or whatever. And it just all felt very reminiscent of stuff that we saw in the sequel trilogy. And it would have been pleasing, I think, to have seen it in the Clone Wars. Maybe, or maybe they ripped stuff. From it. I'm not going to suggest that. But it was interesting to me um, that Maul tells Jesse to go back to his brothers. And there was, in Sam Witwer's performance, there was like a hint of... of emotion uh, an edge to his voice to Maul's voice that made me think is he still sad about Savage um is he feeling that pain uh because you know the Sith embrace their pain and all their emotions in order to fuel the dark side and does he dwell on that pain of losing Savage especially because we know that Savage killed um or Savage was killed by Sidious and uh, I, it was while I mean he, he fought both brothers at the same time and he killed um Savage and did it happen right? Like, did Maul actually see it? Or did he get pushed out of the scene and, like, maybe, you know, down a little drop and then come back up and see that his brother was killed? I can't quite remember, but that that kind of struck me. Um, this was a fantastic episode. Do you think Maul was trying to kill Anakin? What do you think his plan was exactly to stop Sidious? Because he definitely wanted Sidious dead. How was he going to accomplish that? How was Ahsoka supposed to plan that? If you know, uh, let me know. Uh, give me a comment or you know, respond to this and uh, let me know because I'm a little bit confused about that. And then did you notice Ahsoka's lightsaber, one of her lightsabers got like pushed off and then she caught it? It like bounced off of Maul's saber and then she caught it and did something with it. Um, the fight choreography was amazing. Apparently Ray Park came and did mocap for this and they animated over that, which is a, a great technique um, that I think more animation should use. Uh, they're using it in the uh, Netflix Ultraman uh, anime, which had it got released in 2019. I think they're going to release a new season this year um, in 2020. So anyway, um, this is a little bit of a tangent, but uh, that's pretty much all I have to say. I asked about, you know, Maul's true plan with Anakin and what he was going to do, and I guess that's about it. I really liked Ahsoka being against Obi-Wan, uh, wanting him, or wanting her to, like, encourage Anakin to just go along with the Council's, um, you know, asking him to be dishonest and uh, spy on Sidious. That was really cool. And again, um, the ending shot where it pans out on Ahsoka, like, in the midst of all this destruction, I just wonder what's on her mind, and... Uh, Gosh, it'll be interesting to see how this escalates from here. Um, but I really am loving it. This is so satisfying. And I, I'm wondering if Maul will escape next episode or, or in the chaos of Order 66 or what. Um, but man, it sure is interesting. And I'm really digging the show. I'm so thankful that it's come back. And uh, man, it's enjoyable. That's uh, pretty much all I have to say. If you like what I do and you want more, you can go to mgmunios.com slash podcast. And you can find my uh, Tokusatsu podcasts my Star Wars podcast and my comics podcast. Uh, I talk about all those things a bunch, and uh, I'm probably going to keep doing it. And if you uh, like those things and you enjoy them and you want to support me, um, you can either, you know, donate directly and contact me about that later, or you can go to Redbubble and check out all the stuff I have there. I make merch based on the things that I talk about. Uh, I enjoy making the art, and I figure I may as well put it out there. And if anybody likes uh, some of the stuff I made... Um, you can get it for yourself too. It's kind of a win-win type of situation. And then if you ever want to chat with me, call me out for something or, uh, you know, have a conversation with me about something, you can do that. I am mostly found over at, uh, Twitter at MJ underscore scribe. Um, I always check that just to see, uh, what's going on and I'll find your message if you left me one. 